Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I'm your host, Paladino Joey, and with me once again, Marcus, the forecaster, is in the house. (laughs) This is January the 26th, 2013. This is episode number 93 of Timberwolves Explosion which is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. We thank each and every one of you always for downloading and listening to this show. We are back in the saddle again. Yes, sir. It is Saturday, by the way. Yes, I hope I said the day right. Yeah, yep, that, would, that would be helpful. But, uh, yeah, I'm trying to be in a good mood, yeah. <laughs> we got to be in good spirits despite what we just saw. Yeah, because yeah, if you knew what day today is, yeah. Yeah, we just saw uh, Wolves lose by one point to Charlotte in frustrating fashion. Sorry to... Horrible loss. Ugh. And it's not even that the Wolves played bad, it's just the way it ended. That's what we're calling horrible, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's the way it ended. Uh, I'm bringing him down already. I'm, the forecaster is, is shaking his head in dismay, just like I was. And I was doing a lot of other stuff, too, but... <laughs> yeah. So, yes, we've got our, uh, we uh, so much for the four-game win streak we tried to, quote-unquote, forecast coming into this week. <laughs> Holy smokes, man. So, yeah, as usual, we're going to step right into the Wolves, the news and such. Then we're going to do our usual uh, uh, game reviews, what we liked, what we didn't like, weekly awards and demerits. We actually did not do the Lone Wolf and Johnny Flynn Award last week. We apologize for that. Um... So we got that to do, of course. Then we get into the NBA talk as well later on after that. Yes, it's going to be a good show like always. We're going to do the best we can to, uh, well, try to stay positive, I guess, with <laughs> without without being too negative. Yeah, It's hard right now. It's really hard. It's hard. There's a lot going on, isn't there? So yeah, Rick Allman is still out. Yes, he's, that's just all there is to it. He's still out. Terry Porter... Um, it almost looked like a couple plays looked like the triangle a little bit tonight, didn't they? Yeah. And almost like they're kind of saying that, uh, well, Porter's trying to throw in some ideas a little bit, which is, uh, I don't know, is it a telling sign of things to come? I hope not. Mm-hmm. You know what? We really have to talk about this game. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, you can't wait, can you? No. Oh, that, that last play was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. We're definitely going to get to that really quick. Uh, we we almost want, yeah, we want to. But I was like, we have to do it in chronological order, don't we? Damn it. Yeah, you can't wait, know. can you? I don't know. You want to jump in early, sure don't you? I'm sure everyone saw this game, yeah. You want to jump in early, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I, I knew it. Yeah. As yeah. soon as, as soon as, uh, as soon as Henderson made that shot. Yeah. Yeah, and it's okay to throw in some of this stuff right now, yeah. I thought it was so lucky, but then again, that's me. You know, I'm like, that's my, that's my piss. That's like, I'm like one of the members of the team, not, not, not Kool-Aid drinking. It's just, that's how you feel if you're on the team. Yeah. You're like, yeah, lucky son of a, <laughs> like, give me a bleeping break. And then you look at the other guys on the floor on our side and it's like, oh, we, we lost. You know, none yeah. of these guys are clutch. Yeah. Carol Lincoln's in the game. <laughs> he hasn't made a three Mm-mm. or any decent shots so far, but he's it struggles. Yeah. Yeah. We're not saying he sucks, but it's just uh, he's not playing that that great. I mean, he's not really good at the ball in traffic, which also includes the guy that had the ball. Yeah, that guy, yeah. our favorite player ever. Yeah, 
And yeah, he played well, but whatever. That last play. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, why is you would think Carolina would be throwing the ball in, but but Rubio? Why is Rubio throwing the ball in? Yeah, shouldn't he be like the main playmaker? Yeah, as soon as Bray got the ball, I knew I knew it was over. Yep, Carolina <laughs> standing there at the three point line like he's you know clutch from there. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's John Paxson or something? Or, or Big Shot Bob? Man, Porter, Porter. Ugh. Taking a page out of Flip Saunders, drawing up horrible final plays of the game. I mean, Flip Saunders with his inbounds to, to Anthony Peeler. Up, oh, game's over. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, because Beret is kind of the closest <laughs> thing to Peeler probably on this team where it's like, yeah, he's got guts, but he can just kill you. Yeah. You know, and he can be really big time, but he can kill you too. Yeah, get the ball up. Yes. Just, just get it up. He, he didn't even, he went straight for the flop. Yeah, he tried to get a uh, foul called. The whole game, the rest were against us. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about that. Yeah, we're and, like, oh, go ahead. We at least need a 10-point cushion by the third, <laughs> a 20-point cushion by the fourth, just to stay in this game because we're not getting any calls. No, I mean, and it was one of those nights, and, you know, do we sound like the kind of people that are constantly like, the ref screwed us, yeah, blue Kool-Aid. You know, we're not the type. We could kind of tell the way we criticize this team at times. We're not the biggest homers in the world, but, yeah, this was kind of a bad one Yeah, on the officiating side. And there was just no uh, reason. We were I'm thinking, no. get, get Johnson in there, try to go for alley-oop, someone who's aggressive, get a foul, make, at least make one free throw overtime, at least. Mm-hmm. He's a find. He's a little find there, like Chris Johnson. Yeah. He's pretty, he's, he's good in traffic, which is incredible. The other guy, well. But he was not in the game. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't in the game at that key point. Yeah. No, to get that. What if something, yeah, I mean, why not put him in? He's not exactly... We know he's not the best player, but that doesn't mean he has to be the first option to get the ball either. But at least having him in there is that possibility if you need a putback. Yeah. You know, where the other guys are not going to put it back in. It wasn't even a without chance a miracle. for it with Berea. Why put the game in the ref's hands at that point? <sighs> it was a heartbreaker. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, and it's okay, yeah, and it's okay that we jump into this the the venting part first. Yeah. It's part of the show, you know. It's part of the show. Yep, and, and we'll get to the, the the general game review later. But yeah, I knew <laughs> with the Brea's first move, that first little flop. Yeah, I knew he was in flop mode. Yeah, it's like he's not even gonna put up a shot, is he? Like, oh, Jabray got bumped a little bit. Oh, he threw his head back. Oh, he's gonna do it again. Yep. Why are we doing this? You know, where's the call, Rev? Come on, no. we had that game. We had it. We absolutely had it. Last night we did not, but we'll, yeah, that's that's later. <laughs> Talk about depressing. You know, I fell asleep. Yeah, I did, watching the replay of it. I fell asleep. Just how many <laughs> teams make or break records playing against us? Yeah. I mean, that, I'm getting sick of it. Yeah, it's getting, like, the 16-0, and 0, or excuse me, pardon me, 0-16 record of, yeah, the, the last, you know, home, 16 home games for the... Charlotte Bobcats is now over. I mean, we get to be one of those again, where we end that. I mean, I remember the, the many years ago, the LA Clippers started the season 0-16, and guess who came into Target Center and won? And that was when the Wolves were a playoff team. <laughs> and no, I don't fall asleep watching Kimberwell's games. It's just I was watching the replay of the Wizards game to see if I missed something. And it's just so depressing. I Yeah, I, it got to me. It really did. There was nothing fun about it at all, the Washington game. But, yeah. <sighs> mm. Tonight's game was a lot of fun, but it, yeah. the finish was disastrous. Yeah. Disgusting. And I thought we were dead when we went down by eight. But then we came right back immediately. That was yeah, really impressive. Steals, yeah. That was impressive. Rubio stripped uh, Gordon. 
that SOB a couple times. I hate Ben Gordon. So, you know, honest to God, I do not like him. He's kind of an, <laughs> he's an asshole, you know. And so is uh, Kemba Walker, though. You know, I actually really liked him. Now I realize what he is. He's really a talker. Yeah. I don't like that. You know, in a, I don't like it. It's too much, he's acting like Westbrook out there. All these gestures and stuff. You know, I'm not a fan of that type of crap. Uh, maybe I'm too old, huh? Uh, I'm guessing if we had that on our team. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, yeah he's, he's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ah, he's got that look, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's like that. You love him if he's on your team. Yeah. You hate him if he's against you. Like our old buddy Dave Reinhardt. Love you. Love him when he's on your team. Hate him when he's against yeah. you. Because <laughs> everyone hated Garnett. I'm thinking all this stuff is new, but it, it's not. He's always been this way. Yeah, everybody in the other cities hated his guts. Yeah. Now we're on the other side. Um, I already started to dislike him because I thought he's kind of a... Uh, all about the all about the camera, you know. I swear. <laughs> oh, we're bump, we're bouncing around, but that's how we roll, right? Yeah, but that was part a, of the game. Horrible yeah. loss. Bouncing around is the name of the game, ladies and gentlemen. The ball does get dribbled. Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that was a goofy one, but that was an ugly finish. Yeah, yeah, but I guess that shows that we do need uh, Adelman back. Yes, please, Adelman, please, please. Please, we pray. Pray for his wife, everybody out there that's listening. Pray for Rick Allen's wife, please. And I say that in full sincerity, <laughs> that she gets healthy. I mean, we we need him back, and obviously she needs to be healthy, too. It's a combination. Yes. Oh. <sighs> Ricky Rubio, earlier in the week, uh, got pretty upset when, when Porter would not let him back in because, oh, J.J. Beret hit a shot. we got to keep going with the hot hands. R- Ricky Rubio didn't even see time in the fourth quarter. Can you believe that? Well, Ricky Rubio noticeably upset. Ah, oh, boy. It's, <laughs> that's just been the story of this, uh, this season in a lot of ways. It's just... It's been an uber frustration. That was in the uh, Brooklyn game. Yeah, that game was hard yeah. to watch. Very hard to watch. Very, very hard to watch. The Brooklyn game, everything just kind of the whole way. But, yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. But then again, that was part of the storyline of this uh, episode, number 93. Yeah. We got to go with the hot hands. So Rubio not in, visible, visibly upset, Miss Ricky. But of course, his shooting's not been that great until tonight. Though so more or less, he more was he was more scoring off of slashing than shooting. But oh, but he did it his first three of the entire uh, season tonight. Ricky Rubio hit a three pointer tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Front page news. There you go. <laughs> Two threes, if you didn't count the, uh, oh, yeah. the Williams uh, tip-in. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. <laughs> Ruby was like, oh, yeah, okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah, we got robbed for a couple points in uh, tonight's game. Yeah, that's another key. At least four, yes. Yeah. Uh, goaltend against Rubio. Yeah, they get goaltended Rubio, and they, that was a clear, yeah. clear knocked off the backboard, and the Williams, uh, oh, what was it? Someone was, oh, yeah, they called Williams in the cylinder. That was a shot by Berea, right? Yeah. Williams was yep. in the cylinder. Oh, they called him in the cylinder when he it was really wasn't. It was alley-oop to uh, Johnson. Oh, it was Johnson. Yeah, was yeah. it? Yes, that's what it was. wasn't even looking at the... At the yeah, they <laughs> at said the Berea, They said that was a shot. It's like Berea's not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's a Kareem shot. Kareem yeah. Berea's not Kareem. He's not trying to... That was clearly an alley-oop. They called it a shot, and it was not in the cylinder. No. It was not, and... I don't know. That's at least four points. So we we won tonight. Yeah. The we uh, the losing streak for Charlotte is at seventeen. The Wolves' losing streak's over. Yeah, we won. We won. We won, right? Yeah. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, at the oh, end there, no, no, it was like, no. okay, the refs, they're not going to give us this. You can't go for oh. a flop. Let's go towards the rim, try to dunk it. <sighs> get hit I, hard, hopefully. Man, we don't have anybody that goes to the rim and dunks, do we? Except well, for we Johnson. Yeah, Johnson. Yeah. Johnson. Yeah. The guy in the game. The guy who signed off the streets. Yeah. We might as well, well, yeah. See, this will merge into with the next brief topic. Your urgency of, you were kind of being sarcastic about the, why is everybody so urgent about getting certain guys back from injury? People are over, are people overrating some of our guys, yeah, you know, yeah. like their shreds and such. Yeah. Um, but real briefly, too, Michael Gabaldi, or, well, what's his real name? How do you pronounce it? Gabel? I just call him Gabaldi because I'm goofy. Uh, you were calling him Jello or something? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what he looks like on defense, Jello. He is a, one of the laziest defensive players we've yeah. seen. And that's that's saying a lot because we've seen a lot of lazy defensive players in this team. His defense is... Now we know he wasn't in the NBA. Yeah, I started to notice that. Yeah, the uh, first game I'm thinking, okay, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. just getting used to the team. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like he's He doesn't lazy. move. Yeah, yeah he, he's lazy. He doesn't go after the loose ball at all. Stuff like that gets players cut. That That's a fact. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> Pat Riley blew up once at a Todd Day for like not going after a loose ball. He just kind of just just stood there, and Pat Riley took him aside in the locker room, blew up at him, and said, "Collect your collect your belongings." Basically, this was many years ago with Miami, by the way. But that's why certain guys aren't in the league because they don't hustle at all. And uh, Gibaldi Gibaldi doesn't look like a hustler at all. No, I thought he was. Yeah, from uh, what I heard, yeah, I thought at least he was good good on the uh, defense man. Man, I mean, watching him out there, boy, does that make you miss Josh Howard? Josh yeah. freaking Howard, yes. man, that poor guy. He was he was a perfect addition to this team. Just a, he's not obviously he's not great, but he was more than competent, and he had a lot of quickness and hustle. Yeah. Next thing you know, he sl- uh, swipe blocks. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> not swipe fouls like Ridenauer. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Those are driving us nuts, by the way. And he didn't do it tonight. <laughs> No, he didn't. Ridenauer, I think this was his best <laughs> game of the year. Yeah. That, dead serious. He was excellent. <laughs> Much to my chagrin <laughs> with a Twitter battle we're going to get to soon. But, yeah. Um, where was I leading towards? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, Josh Howard's little hyperextended thing turned into a massive ACL issue. And that's yeah. it. And it's like, oh, by the way, he's cut. It's like, ah. So, yeah, urgency of getting our players back. Yeah, you had something to say about uh, that, right? Well, it's just that, uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of people uh, wish that, you know, uh, we definitely need uh, Bud back. Yep. Uh, Shved mm-hmm. needs to return. Yes, he must. Um, I don't know if Shved can, if if they're bringing back enough once they return. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, of course we need him. Yeah, yeah, of course. But it's not like once they're here, we're, we're a playoff team again. Yeah, I just don't see that. We need more than just uh, Bud and Shred. And Bud was I not. Mm. I mean, when he played, he wasn't that great of a. Uh, he wasn't he a played. star. Yeah, he know, was a good player. He wasn't like a star that we, that we that we actually need on this team. Yeah, and we were looking it up too. We were, you know, it's like you know. Yeah, the way we thought was he talking, such a, Yeah, we we thought he was a, like a net scorcher, and it's like, wait a minute, his three yeah. percentage was thirty percent. Yeah, thirty percent, thirty. Like we thought it was forty four or something. Yeah, like keep on talking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like Drazen Petrovic level, you know, God rest his soul. But man, thirty yeah, percent. Yeah, and Sved is just hmm. not a starter. He's not. Or, no, he, he's not. His defensive presence is not not there. You have no. to have a. You have or to have a defensive. 
<laughs> yeah. I um, mean, any other it can team, be, but... he'll just be an average player. Mm. I mean, he's not making 15 points per game with low turnovers. He's not playing that well. Yeah, he's he's raw. That's for sure. He's very yeah. green, as they like to say in the in the in the sports world. He's he's a he's very green. He's very skinny too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's the only it, I, I guess the only <laughs> solution I could come up with to Vet and and the uh, the fan bases we're we're so we're dying we're starving for a shooting guard so bad that when we see a guy who has some skill. Some some skills, some you know swag. I don't like to use that word very much at times. I really hate using that word. You know, who can occasionally hit a three, or and more than all, more more than ever, be a great passer. By the way, yeah. uh, have some have some success. Everybody immediately, oh my god, there it is. Yeah. Yep. And again, it's not saying he stinks, and not saying that he doesn't have a chance to be super good. But like we've said ten thousand times this year already, he's not there yet. He's yeah. he's very green. Yeah. You know? There's, there's no doubt, is there? Yeah, the search, the search is not over for a shooting guard just oh. because he's playing or, or Bud's back. Exactly, the search is not over. We are dying, and um, so I guess we can kind of get into this Twitter battle. No, <laughs> we didn't. It wasn't really like a. It's not something I'm going to get heavily into. But let's just say, well, I was talking a bit negatively about Berea and Ridenour. I'm just tired of them. The way they dribble out the clock, the way they force up shots. I mean, that's really the true. That's the truth. No matter how much people want to tell me that they're they've been perfectly fine considering the injury situation that you're ignoring. Now, if anybody out there thinks for one second I'm ignoring the injury situation, you know absolutely nothing about me, my show, or anything about <laughs> anything I have to say. You're just making assumptions about me and talking talking crap because you think you're better than me. You know, so that's just pure ignorance and. Yeah, that's about all there is to it there. <laughs> Just because somebody's in a position, they think they're better than you, it's kind of stupid, I think. But I'll leave it. I'll leave that as is. Uh, Berea and Ridnour, we, we understand there's injuries and that they're put in a position that is significantly higher than it would have been had, I don't know, I guess Love and Rubio been healthier. Oh, but by oh, but wait a minute. Berea doesn't play power forward. Neither does Rubio. So that so that part of the argument is dead already, sir. <laughs> and Schwed isn't exactly the best player in the world, so that argument's even weaker. <laughs> yeah, Rubio's situation we understand, but Berea and Ridnour were still getting tons of playing time, tons of playing time, even when Love and Rubio were healthy. Yeah, just because you know they're getting more time doesn't mean we can't state the obvious. Yeah, they they are double-edged sword. Both they are Berea and Ridnour. They are. They are double-edged swords. Sometimes they're going to hit the big shots. They're going to, you know, Berea can really get everybody uh, revved up one way or the other. You can get everybody excited, like, yes, he just nailed that big three, or he took the ball to the basket through traffic. You know, he's better in traffic than Ridnour is, but Ridnour's got a better overall jump shot than Berea. So it's kind of one or the other between the two. That's a perfect example. Yeah. They both played well. Yeah, they did. Look what happened at the end. Same old, yeah. <laughs> the death nail because you you cannot count on them no you cannot and when we're forced to boy that sucks and just hearing the words they've been perfectly fine drove me nuts oh that drove me nuts because uh, why why should we not have the right to be frustrated or to like say get get them out of there when <laughs> they're dribbling the clock out all the time it's not yeah. once in a while it's not 
once or twice a game. It's almost every time down the floor. They dribble the clock out. Yeah. You know, we're, well, especially Berea in that sense. <laughs> where Ridnour will force up a shot real early. But then again, Berea forces up shots early, too. It's, yeah, and it's, it's, it's not one like or the other. even moving around when they dribble. No. They dribble in one spot. And the clock just runs yeah. and runs. Like 10 seconds, 15 seconds sometimes are burned with these with these, uh, with this decision-making that I'm still, yeah, still miffed about. Yeah, but I think Berea does mm. it more so. He, it's like yeah. he yep. is waiting for a pick so he can get his shot mm-hmm. instead of looking for other players. Yeah. That's literally all it is. He just wants to look for his shot. Beret is mostly about his his shot most of the time. Yeah, Ridnour passed a lot tonight. He actually yeah, he this yeah, was his he, best he, game. Yeah, this was his best game of the year. I don't. I, I can't can't even con- consider a better game. He was really good. Yeah. What that flop? <laughs> <laughs> that's like the title of the show practically. Flopatocious. Okay, sorry. Lost. I mean, that's, that was bad. That's the reason why we lost. Oh yeah. I mean, any coach oh, could of, see yeah. the whole game. We weren't getting. <laughs> You're not going to get a call. Yeah. You're not going to get those calls. You're just not. We, You know, come on. Yeah, so all right, Berube, so I want you to take it out. Throw it to Brea. Let Brea do his thing, uh, do his little flop. Hey, wait, wait, where's the call? Well, yeah, you're we're not going to get him. Yeah, we're not getting it. Coach <laughs> Porter went to the uh, ref and was trying geez. to please Case, and the, the ref was just looking at Porter like, come on. Like, you knew already. Yeah. You knew. You know, I wasn't going to call that. You kidding me? <laughs> Ain't that the truth, though? No oh, way. man. Oh, man. Oh, what was the other thing? It's just yeah. The other the other final point about Brea Ridnour before I get to before my my blood vessels start popping in my head, <laughs> you know, with the with that sob earlier this week on Twitter. But okay, there I called him it. Uh, sorry, but no, it's yeah, no, it's not. Uh, it's obviously not the guys at Holland T Wolves. Those guys are awesome, um, and it's not any of the Aussie mafia. Of course not. These guys are the best, but. Um, Okay, now I'll get to it finally. Uh, it's either they shoot immediately, they use zero shot clock, or they use almost all of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, here we are. We're up by th- we're up by a mis- measly three points. One and a half minutes left. He jacks the three up. You got to be kidding. And then the other time, okay, we're looking for a good shot here. Let's just run the clock out. Oh no, we got a first. Ah, okay, okay, yeah. that was bad. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's about it. Usually with Ridnour, he'll dribble it out and then try to make a pass, where Berea will dribble out and try to shoot. Isn't that about right? Ridnour doesn't usually force a shot. He'll 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 shoot it real early, or he'll try to force a pass really late. Yeah. <sighs> good times. Good times, great oldies. Yes. Yeah, we saw <laughs> yeah the defense tonight was <clears throat> just horrible. They were slashing down that basket yeah. all night. No one could stop them. All we night. had to use uh, Jello in there at a uh, shooting guard for a second. Try oh. to uh, slow down uh, Gordon. To think about what we just complained about his defense. We were yeah. trying, we, that was uh, we had to. We had to hope he could stop him. Yeah. I mean, he fouled Gordon. They got taken out of the game right after that. Mm-hmm. Bray came back in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tonight's game got us going. It was it was definitely the most fun game to watch of the of the week. Yeah, it, it was. It oh, showed game. you know those, uh, certain guys' uh, weaknesses and strengths. Yeah, it yep. definitely showed how. Yeah, like how uh, Luke and Brick and. Uh, Shoot us, you know, keep us in games, and yeah, they, they can, games. yeah, they they can keep us in games. I mean, they helped us make that nice comeback tonight when yeah. we were down by eight. But then next thing you know, but those are the two guys. I think Rubio is the main guy. Always get us burned on defense. I mean, yeah, the other team, <laughs> yes. every team we play, mm-hmm. we know the backcourt is going to light us up, and every time, usually other teams is maybe like the Heat. Okay, 
another team like uh, you know the Lakers or Grizzlies, their front court is going to get theirs. Yeah, it's just two players. Mm-hmm. For us, it's mainly the other teams: point guard, shooting guard, small forward are going to light us up. Mm-hmm. Depending on uh, how well uh, Karolinko plays, and we oh. just really need to make some changes. I mean, we. Our, our scores are liabilities. <laughs> That's the funny part. Yeah, the, right now the top two scores are the biggest liability in defensively, and with the bad decision making. Yeah. yeah, like we've rehashed and rehashed because I can't believe how many people still don't see it. I honestly just cannot believe how people still can't yeah. see that. I, it's it's miffing me. And the worst thing is. Why would anyone want Shved and Rubio on the court at the same time? I mean, where's where's the scoring coming from? Mm-hmm. Shved, <laughs> I guess, but no, I've been mean, just kidding. Yeah, because uh, well, between those two, Shved, I guess. But Ru- Rubio showed some signs of finally being able to penetrate tonight, yeah. which is that was good. But well, finally, going in, but it took yeah, it took it took this long to get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, it's coming around. Yeah, man. finally, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, get that. Hit that, uh, that, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he, he made a lot of nice penetrations last year with all those like, highlights from last season. Yeah. But uh, tonight was the first night we actually saw some of that. Some of those clutch drives to the basket, and obviously a lot of his steals were huge in that little comeback tonight. But um, Let me ask you mm-hmm. this, though. Do you yep. think we'll have to keep Johnson or uh, Jello? I think we have to keep Johnson. And I think Jello is as, I think he's as good as gone, barring like a miracle. Yeah. He has to have a really hot shooting night to stick around. Even though we need Jello, that's the sad yeah. part. We need him. Yeah. We arguably need him more because Peck's coming back. Oh, and you might as well say the point that you were going to say most of the night. What? Who who do we have to cut like today? Because especially to keep Johnson and maybe Jello or Jello's replacement, Lou. Yes, there's just no reason he's still here. I just don't know why. <laughs> Lou Amundsen has to go. And am I going to get yelled at for that too, Mister out there? Yeah. <laughs> why hasn't it been done already? I mean, do we have a trade in, in play with uh, Roy? If not, mm-hmm. then he should be going. I mean, right now we should have been using uh, 10-day contracts to basically have trials for shooting guards. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have, yeah, there has to be. There's there's people out there. I mean, yeah. there have to be. And obviously there's a lot of, some people might laugh at this. Some people might love it. I mean, Courtney Lee still a possible buy low option. I mean, I, uh, supposedly he's in a trade uh, rumor with J.J. Redick or, or going to Orlando, going back to Orlando and then Redick coming to Boston. But, yeah, Courtney would be going back to Orlando where he started. Yeah. Uh, I want him on the Wolves, yeah. Yeah. I, I do. I still want Courtney Lee because he's, he's starting to look better now. Yeah, I mean, they're not even using uh, Terry. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, Terry's been horrible. Yeah. Terry Bull. Hey, there it is. He's very terrible. Okay, sorry. Well, I don't think uh, the uh, the Magic will make that trade. Hmm. JJ Redick, no, to, no. to the Celts. Yeah, I don't think they'll. They'll, they'll need a lot coming back. Mm-hmm. And that's like an out of the league thing, but then or out of the Wolves thing, but then again, no, it isn't because we want Courtney Lee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But so now we can gradually seek in a trades. Gradually slide over to the Facebook page. Oops, sorry. Uh, it's. Simply go to the search bar, since still not, still we still can't get it to say Timberwolves explosion after Facebook for some reason. Maybe I need 7 billion likes, I don't know. But go to the search bar, type in Timberwolves explosion, Minnesota Timberwolves, get to the Facebook page, click like. And by the way, we do have a phone line, 209-736-7877, 209 736 
877. It is a voicemail. Do treat it as such. Mention what show you're calling into, which is Timberwolves Explosion. Or I guess just say this is this is for Joey on Timberwolves Explosion or something. Yeah. <laughs> if there was a call, uh, I didn't get it yet, so uh, it would be replayed on the next show. Excuse me. So, yes, the Wolves are suddenly starting to pop up in possible Dwight Howard talk. Uh, at first, initially, now we'll get to Brent Jacobson's uh, conversation very shortly. He, he brought up a lot of stuff, which is awesome. I believe there were some other hosts in here, but first, Real GM talked about the possibility of the Wolves uh, being involved in a three-team deal with the Brooklyn Nets, the LA Lakers, and us, of course. Dwight Howard going to the Nets. Brooke Lopez coming to Minnesota. <clears throat> Excuse me. And ke- 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 do I have to say Kevin Love to the Lakers? That'd be the worst. Yeah, David Kahn's done if that happens. But it's like, yeah, can we get Marshawn Brooks too? <laughs> so through it. Can you please give us Marshawn Brooks? Yeah. Yeah. Screw Brooke Lopez. I want the other Brooks. Damn it. No. With Brooke Lopez, if we had to give up Love, but I would think Pekovic instead of Love. Gerald. Yeah. Joe Wallace. Yes. Yeah. That. There you go. There it is. Actually. Uh, Ryan Scholl saying Khan would get lynched if he dealt love for Lopez. I wouldn't. Tr- I I wouldn't trade Peck for Lopez. I tend to agree. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. I yeah. tend to agree. I mean, Peck is better than Lopez. Yeah, but he if is. we're getting Lopez, I mean, loops him. We can't play Lopez and Peck. I mean, yeah, that would make no sense for the Wolves. Yeah. They would have to. It would have to be Peck instead of Love. You know what I mean? But yeah, and obviously Ryan means basically like le- lesser. Like a lesser trade would be Peck for Lopez, and he wouldn't even do that. Yeah, yeah. so I agree with him. Uh, Dan Joe May jumping in. I wouldn't trade Peck. He's a beast. We tend yeah. to agree. I'm gonna click like on that since I didn't yet. Sorry, click like on both of them. <laughs> Corey Stone saying, "I believe it." Only the Wolves would be dumb enough to trade Kevin Love for Brooke Lopez. Ouch. No, <laughs> of course the way the Wolves are playing now. They probably will get the first pick. No, we're not that bad. <laughs> who am I? To, who am I kidding? The NBA wouldn't let that happen with the Magic Balls behind closed doors. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's no way. How many times did we have the worst record? And we did not get the first pick. Like we got the fourth pick one of those years. Well, even if we did, we'll, <laughs> we'll somehow mess up. You know the pick. Yep. But here we go. The top pick. Here we go. We're going to take Greg Oden. Oh, and Kevin Durant's going to. Yeah, that's Charlotte <laughs> Bobcat. Uh, excuse me, Charlotte Hornets. And. Um, yeah, great. You know what I mean? It would be one of those type of drafts, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, boy. Isn't, that would suck bad. I feel for you, Blazer fans. I do. For That's the one thing I really do feel for you. I do. <laughs> that sucks. You just passed them on Michael Jordan to take Sam... Ba- oh, wait. They did, didn't they? Yeah, they, they did that, too. Okay, sorry about that. That was really mean. <laughs> Ryan Scholl... Continuing the conversation, saying Wolves are playing well enough where they will end up with the 7th, 8th, or ninth pick. That sounds more realistic, yes. Uh, wow, actually that yeah. made me feel better about tonight's game. Yeah, getting that pick. Yep. Yes. There we go. Okay. Yeah, we didn't lose, We didn't trade away our pick this time. No Stamp Cassell trade back in uh, 1980. No, no, in 2005. Yes, 2005. For yeah, see, we're doing a little tank in here. Okay. Yes, yes. You know, that's the good part in terms of if we do have a bad season, at least we'll be able to add another piece with the draft. If we have a bad season, maybe maybe we'll still be okay. But, well, either way, we're probably going to wind up with 15 to 20 range at, at best. Unless we had trade Worst. again for another rental. Yeah, another rental, yep. Vince Germano of the Courtside Podcast, Hank McCoy, Vince Germano, and BG 
one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. In fact, maybe the best. I mean, I love that show so much. Vince Germano saying there will be pieces thrown in. And, yeah, I I would think so in a deal like that. There would have to be yeah. Dan, Joe May finishing the conversation saying, and a bucket of chips. Yes, a bucket of chips for Kevin Love and Dwight. Yes. Yeah, but right now we already have decent <laughs> pieces. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. To okay. make a trade, yes, yeah. pa- potentially pack, or if we're, if we really believe love is just like screw this place, you know, if we don't trust him, then I guess maybe yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll be it, we'll, we'll have to trim the fat. It wouldn't be just other pieces coming here. We'll have to get rid of bad contracts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but hey, yeah, I'm uh, willing to uh, let love go. Oh, look at you. Well, for the right piece, right, yeah. 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 If we can get like a guarantee from Dwight Howard that he'll sign oh, yeah. here, I oh, would. Yeah. yeah, I would think about that. Yeah. White, well, or I would, that's and right, prob- huh? And, and more. And more, yeah, really. So, see, 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 you still value uh, Love if you think he's uh, ahead of Howard. See, look yeah. at you. Yep. Oh, yeah, and Love is good, obviously. Howard's, yeah, injured. He's not, he hasn't been playing the same. No, he's been a huge downgrade over there. <laughs> and yeah. the only reason I want more is just because we still have Peck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. I'd though. rather trade Peck than to get Howard. Yeah, yeah, I would highly rather do that because then there's, there's the, love and Howard. Yeah, that'd yeah, be awesome. yeah. Then there's, yeah, then there's a better chance of love actually staying and keeping his mouth shut. Yes, and then there you go. We can finally. Then we won't have to complain about the bad interior defense yeah. if Howard's healthy. And after that trade, <laughs> you have to get rid of Khan. <laughs> yeah, Khan. Thank you for saving the franchise, but get out of here. Yeah, we would have to. <laughs> oh, that would be funny. Oh, yeah. Poor Khan. I mean, at that point, we'll have to yeah, make love happy by having Howard here and then getting rid of Khan mm-hmm. to keep them both. That would be funny. I mean, I guess, hey, the Kevin McHale drafted Kevin Love, who helped kind of restart the franchise, and then he was got rid of, too, because of all of his past history. That was the end of him. Now we dig into the question range. Hank McCoy of the Courtside Podcast <laughs> uh, saying, A question for you guys. Let's say we looked into the crystal ball and saw that the Timberwolves win a title in the next four years. Out of the current roster, what three players do you think would still be on a championship run? Thoughts? Ooh, interesting. He said, a follow-up question, what's the most important position to get this team moving forward towards that goal? Is that player a young, a vet, a big name? Thoughts? Hmm. A talent. A talent? (laughs) At this point, you know... Hmm. Well, let's see. Three players, though. Three players. I would say Love, uh, Rubio. So there's two right there. But then the third one, is it Peck or Shred? Because, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about Luke or Berea. You know what I mean? Ah, <laughs> uh, Cunningham. Yes. Okay, I'm just kidding. Uh, Watch him get traded, though. The whole thing will be depending if he's even on this team. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If we made a title run, do you think it would be with Love or with somebody else? You know? I mean, four years from now, I mean, I would might have taken that option to not. Oh, that hurts. Yeah. yeah. But Rubio will be one of them. Was, yeah, yeah, Rubio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully oh, Peck. Hopefully Peck and probably Love, but it's it's the possibility of Love yeah. wanting to leave. That's We're not even saying, get him out of here. We're more like, he might leave. He might. Or, you know, just like Dwight Howard did with Orlando yeah, eventually. Depending on trades, for me, it's, uh, yeah, Rubio, Love, Peck, of Rubio, Peck. Shved, Rubio, Peck, Cunningham. 
Mm, Cunningham. It's funny how we're throwing Cunningham in there. Yeah. It's like he's good, but it's like it's funny how we're like Cunningham. Yeah, I think be be, yeah, because a lot of, a lot of teams like Cunningham, so we we'll yeah. toss in along with Love or along with Peck to make because we have to make, make some the moves completed. Right yeah, yeah. Well, something has to happen soon. Yeah. It's not just to save the season; it's the long term thing. Yeah, like don't kill the franchise, save it. Damn it. <laughs> yep. So, like, as a follow up question, he said, most important position to get this team moving forward towards the goal. Is that player a young, a vet, a big name? I say big name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what you say, too? Well, right now, it's as no. it's long as they're talented. As long as they can do yeah. what happened against us, you know, a, a clutch shot. Yeah. <laughs> we need, like, some... We need legit. If it's love or whatever it is, you know. But, but yeah, no, another big name to the team. Yes, that's what I would a say. A shooting guard. A big name shooting guard, yeah. yeah. Courtney Lee. No, that's not a big name. That would be a young... That would be a young... Or actually a vet by that, by that point. Uh, Matt John saying, "How about Door?" Not sure what he means. <laughs> like fire David Kahn? No, I'm kidding. Uh, TJ Hull is saying, "One love Shved Pekovich," and then he has Rubio and JJ most likely as well. Two less games, better scheduling. I think the biggest issues these guys face are experience, which will come if they get the core, keep the core together for the next few years, and the environment. They are. Excuse me. They are in a very cold part of the country. Oh. And they're, yep, yep, there's there's, there's that again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> part of the country and their away games are largely in warmer climates. The shock of constantly switching between cold and warm does put a serious strain on muscles, ligaments, and bones, better scheduling, and road trips. And home stands should help alleviate this. Hmm. <laughs> that's pretty, <laughs> that's a lot to think about right there, isn't it? All the, all the science jumping in here. These guys, you, know, you go from the... Uh, I think this winter is, is has been a lot of up and downs. I mean, it's it's six below one day. Oh, and then, oh, now here comes a little precipitation. It's 35. And then it's six below again. And then yeah. it's a couple of weeks later, it's 30. No, not weeks, but yeah. It's been, yeah, the old, the old cold yeah. thing. Though, like, nobody wants to play there. The less games... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I'm not too into that. And scheduling, yeah. I mean, every team has, a, has doesn't have the perfect schedule. No, it's, it's one of those things. It's like schedules are schedules, really. Yeah, I mean, if you have the talent, I mean, it's pretty much, you know, you think you're, you're going to win. Yeah, For I mean. Us, we we ha- want to play against the bad teams like Bobcats. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Ugh, and we still lost. Yeah. Isn't that a joke? You want to play against uh, the Pelicans, but we'll lose. Yeah, and so. then we played against the Wizards and got hammered last night. Yeah. I mean, they. I mean, part of it was their shooting was just ridiculously good. Yeah. At this point, any any team you play against is, is a bad schedule. It's it's bad. <laughs> it's <laughs> right bad now, yeah. right now, we've been through a lot this year. Oh, Brent Jacobson now talking about our guy Dwight Howard, our guy, right? Our future center. Yes. Sports Center mentioned the Wolves are a possible landing spot for Dwight Howard via trade. Would you do a Dwight Howard for Kevin Love in possible filler trade? My hesitation is: Would Howard re-sign here? If not, there is a free agent. I mean, is there a free agent worth pursuing with savings, or could we make a deal, include a pick or two of Howard Bolt's free agency? Mm-mm-mm. It's really right now the biggest free agent we can think about is Josh Howard. Or, excuse me, I keep calling him Josh Howard, Josh Smith. Yeah, God, I keep saying that. I've been doing that for the last week. Uh, so, uh, it's probably because I'm seeing Dwight Howard, Josh Howard, and all these guys, but... Uh, 
Well, we would be screwed if that happened, wouldn't we? We'd pretty much be screwed. Yeah. So we'd have to really get reassurance if we were going to actually trade Love for Howard, which I wouldn't do, actually. I No, I, I would trade Peck for Howard, not, not Love for Howard. Yeah, Because, yeah, yeah that, that's holding your franchise hostage at that point. Because you're praying to God that Howard stays. Yeah, where, it would have to be Peck. Yeah, it would have to be Peck. Because why would you want two centers, you know? That's <laughs> yeah. the one thing. I mean, yeah. so... If the Lakers want love and only love, then that's it, you know. Whereas otherwise, you'll be have Peck and Shved, which there you go, the one you know, the one shooting guard. But that would probably be the sweetener we need to get Dwight. But then there's your defensive stud center to go with Kevin Love, if healthy, if both of them are healthy, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> See, because otherwise, yeah, the probably the most attractive free agent is Josh Howard, Josh Smith. I'm never going to get that right again. Who, who who wants a max contract now? Exactly. He wants a max contract now, and that just makes it even more difficult. It's like, my goodness, we are in... <sighs> I'm guessing none of that's going to happen, but, well, uh, I shouldn't say that. I should not say that. We, we might be the second or third possible destination for Howard. Possibly. I think Brooklyn, you know, like, if it's not L.A., that is. If it's not L.A., it's Brooklyn would be first, Dallas second, and then we're third, maybe. I think. Yeah, because it could happen, because Peck is a free agent as well. That's the other thing the Lakers would have to be reassured as well. If they're yeah. going to say, fine, we give up on this Howard nonsense, <laughs> we have to be reassured that Peck's going to stay in Los Angeles, which I think wouldn't be as hard of a thing to do. Dwight's a difficult guy to sign. <laughs> as we've noticed, he's yeah, impossible. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Mercy. Vince Germano jumping in er, saying, what about a guy like Alec Burks for the two-guard spot? Maybe. He's kind of, I think he's more of a low-end. He'd be more of a low-end type of addition, though, wouldn't he? Yeah. So, I mean, it's... I mean, we need something, anything. I understand that. But at the same time... Well, actually, then, shucks, maybe right now it wouldn't be the worst ever, would it? I mean, we, right now we have to go for a star. Yeah, he would be just kind of like a uh, shucks... You know, like, yeah, why not? Let's, you know, he's he's okay. Alec Burks, you know, he's the man, yes. He'd be one of those guys where we can just, you know, you give him a shot because he's a, a youngster. Three-point percentage under 30% is a quick uh, <laughs> a quick deal right there. That makes us say that's not the best idea. Darrell Wright, obviously, big-time shooter. Forecaster pointing that one out to us. Um Tony Allen to me is very attractive as well, but he's he's older by now. Tyreek is the Tyreek is the wild card probably for the shooting guard free agency because he's nuts. Yeah, I'm more <laughs> interested in uh, Mo Williams. Yeah. Oh, than, uh, really? Huh. Yeah. Oh, then then Tyreek. No, uh, Burks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I could I could definitely hear that argument. The the one good thing about Burks is he's really young, so maybe he can develop into something better and better. But eh, whereas. Yeah, the other thing with Tyreek, I'm all bitching and moaning about Luke and Berea, but Tyreek does the same stuff. He's just a more talented version of them. Yeah. Or he'll dribble out the clock and hoist up shots way too early or way too late. So, yeah. <laughs> One final thing on the face of crazy. If you have nothing to add about Howard or... No? 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 Okay. The New Orleans Pelicans is official. There will be no Swamp Dogs. There will be no... Uh, yeah. None of that. So I posted the logo for their... Yeah, their new franchise next year. Well, same team, but new franchise. Yeah, we're going to get deeper into this later, but I just figured I'd mention the uh, what the uh, 
the listeners wanted to say first before we get into it after the, the break and such and after the game reviews, uh, Joy saying ugly, Lucas Quill saying awkward, Vince Germano saying they like the logo and colors, Pelicans not so much, and Brent Jacobson closing with that's fat. <laughs> so we'll we'll save it. We'll save our commentary until uh, later. So I just wanted to read what you guys had to say. So we'll conclude the Facebook page for now. Twitter, not, not too much going on. Um, me and Vince Germano having a little conversation, talking about. I don't. I said I don't want to see Ridnour again. I'm so done with it. Done with its stupid fouls. It's like those little reach-ins and horrible late game IQ. The guy is murder with the ball. Uh, Vince Germano jumping in, saying Williams okay though. He's got a real desire to rebound. So yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, it's at Wolves Explosion, by the way. Simply follow us on there. Then we get into that stuff. I don't want to even get into that. Uh, Alex Gonzalez saying, this Timberwolves loss should be on Porter. This was the uh, Brooklyn game. This Timberwolves loss should be on Porter. There's no rhyme or reason to his rotations. Hmm. Yeah. And another one i got to let go there. <laughs> Some stuff. Uh... Rip City Bad Boys saying yeah my game uh, saying my game time tweets are usually different than <laughs> than own Tony's which is uh yeah I was just making I was just teasing because yeah Tristan Mayer who's the Portland guy of that show it's Rip City that's Portland Bad Boys Detroit that's Keelan King so yeah I mean, it's like you could tell which one it is because he was talking about JJ Hickson so it's like yep hi hi Tristan <laughs> Vince Germano jumping in saying is it wrong for my first that my first thought was good. Oh, that's funny. I forget what we were talking about. Oh, yeah, Westrick may have hurt his hip. Oh, yeah, I get it now. And said Westrick may have hurt his hip. Vince Germano saying, is it wrong that I thought that's a good thing? He's like, ah, because <laughs> we hate him. Ah, I love that. Reese, yep, that being Pumpa, saying, thanks, mate. It's looking good this year because of the Warriors. It's nice to be healthy because, yeah, finally. And now we're not healthy. <laughs> oh. oh, I didn't even see these. I feel bad. I feel bad, Train. He says, uh, oh, yeah, actually, yeah, I did. He said he can't wait to see the boogeyman out there. Then the Warriors will really turn some heads. That being, uh, yep, Andrew Bogut. He's saying now health is the Wolves' Achilles heel. Bloody sad story over there in Mini. At least they got a good catch. A coach unlike L.A. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah. true. That is true. We feel for you. We'll be talking about you guys in a little bit there. Tom Reed, another Laker fan. Of course, those two guys, are, uh, Pumpa and Train, that basketball show, awesome show, of course, iTunes. Tom Reed, Believe the Hype Show with Benjamin Kadeem, also on iTunes, spectacular, saying, we spoke to your old guys, <laughs> we spoke to your guys' old mate, Johnny Flynn. Check it out. So, yes, if you guys want to hear from Johnny Flynn, look up Believe the Hype and download that show. Yes, Johnny freaking Flynn. <laughs> and apparently he's finally healthy from the torn labrum issue that he compared to an ACL injury. He did, uh, Flynn did, so we'll see how that turns out. Maybe Flynn will be back in the league. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sensing a, the silent treatment there from you <laughs> about Johnny. Yeah, oh, that guy broke our hearts over here. Good luck to him, though, I guess. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then me and uh, yeah, me and Keelan King went back and forth about um, how, yeah, I mean, that one the one guy attacked attacked our little co- opinions earlier in the week, my opinion about Ridnour and Berea. Saying how, like, what's wrong with this guy? I mean, when... <laughs> yeah, I mean... Where is it? Uh, he said... Where is it? 
Oh, yeah, he said, that's silly. Why should you be ripped for it? There's definitely a type of fan that thinks you you have to like everything. And, yeah, you're right. It, it's insane. It really is. Uh, they met, met a new guy as well. You got uh, Hits NYC. He's got a new show. Or he's, he's got a show out there. He's a new follower of the show, apparently. And we're going to... I still got to get to that, and we'll get to that very soon. We shall check it out. Uh, Break the Huddle jumping in, also saying that... Uh, Right, that weird stuff is happening in the desert. Gentry didn't deserve the axe. I know that much. Yeah. We were watching the Suns game. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird. He said the Suns are shooting jump shots, and the Clippers got lobs whatever they want, but they don't always. Yeah, mm. I'm jumping around here too much. Uh, Punch drunk wolves also saying basically represents my young NBA fandom, early wolves era. Because we were talking about. Uh, why, why am I blanking here? Kevin Harlan, yeah, we love that. Uh, that should about wrap it up for now. It's getting a little bit much. Here we go back and forth. <laughs> Vince Germano saying, I feel for your brother with all the injuries. Yep, that's a that's definitely a frustration. Yeah, way too many. Yeah, we were talking a bit. <laughs> uh, mm-mm-mm. Yep, Joshua Zegger will say it really quick how he's saying how, well, at least we have a better record than the Lakers. <laughs> and then Al Horton, Al Horton, the Wolves radio, jumping in, saying, showdown next week. Yes, sir, Wolves-Lakers next week, so we'll finally get to see that happen. So we'll close with that. That was, uh, yeah, that's going to be fun. We have a better record than them. Let's beat them while they're down, baby. Right? Is there any doubt? <laughs> so, yeah, we better hurry up and take a quick break. And come right back, review those games, uh, probably very briefly in the last two there, because we talked about them so much already. So we'll be right back right after this. Maria, come on, just shoot the ball. Or, or, or just pass it. Oh, my flop. God. Really? You went for the flop. You went for the, that's what it looked like to me. At least get a shot off. Or did he flip on, like, like the, the, wet, uh, the wet floor or something? There's no excuse for that. Not at all. And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion. That's right, episode number 93, which is a reminder for all MP3 players like the iPod, yes sir, iTunes, Android devices, Double Twist, and Stitcher, as we will hopefully be joining Stitcher very soon, according to executive producer Dylan Richardson of thesportstuff.com. So yes, you don't have to necessarily have an iPod if you happen to have an Android device, Double Twist, and eventually Stitcher will be good enough for <laughs> Timberwolves Explosion. Heck, even Windows phones, all you have to do is search for Timberwolves Explosion in uh, the store, and you find it immediately. It's like, that one's even faster than all of them, which is pretty cool. <laughs> Didn't know that until like a week or two ago. Cool, huh? Yes. So yes, Helen T. Wolf also was a very nice website. They are nice enough to put a link to Timberwolves Explosion on their webpage. They are bloggers. That's right, Jonah, Derek, and Tom, all great bloggers. They are on Twitter as well. <laughs> Definitely worth a, a check. Uh, they, they keep the site updated all the time. They update after the game, the good things, the bad things about the game, and uh, everything in between as well. <laughs> i got to love that site, Howlin' T-Wolf. All right, so let's get on with the game reviews of the recent games. Yes, sir. Paladino's predictions right now is seven and uh, seven and nine because we predicted a win. Marcus the forecaster is struggling at eight. Uh, excuse me, at five and eleven right now. 
What's going on with that? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, like we're we're supposed to both be good at this. What the yeah. hell? But this team is I about to change my name. <laughs> this team is about as predictable as nobody, right? Man, five and eleven and seven and nine because uh, I had the records for uh, up until tonight's game, but of course we predicted a win tonight and didn't get it because a stupid idiot Gerald Henderson. Thank you uh, very I was, much. I'd say a poor Dan Berea. Yeah, that's actually the real reason. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I had to I had to throw that out there because I'm just goofy. So, yes, uh, Timberwolves head to Atlanta, Georgia. They were winning the entire game. The entire game on Monday the 21st. Martin Luther King, again, happy Martin Luther King Day to those of you out there. Uh, to all of us. So, uh, yes, trying to get on there. 104 to 96 loss in Atlanta, Georgia. Look like the Hawks just suck. Timberwolves are kicking their butts most of the way through. Third quarter happens, and boy, did that fourth quarter happen. The Wolves are losing 34-19 to in that fourth quarter, much to our dismay. Yeah, that game was really frustrating. <laughs> I thought we won. I, I really did. Nobody really played that well except Derek Williams in that game, they particularly. That, uh, the Pargo option. Who they just signed to a 10-day contract. That is the best part. Another 10-day uh, myth. Yes, he did really well. Nero Pargo, former New Orleans Hornet, whatever, behind Chris Paul. Yeah, he comes in. 16 points, 4 assists. you got to be kidding me, man. Through 4 of 5, just killed us from 3-point range. Corver killed us from 3-point range. Anthony Bleep and Tolliver hit both of his threes down the stretch. That was disgusting. Yeah, we lost to the Hawks, who were not playing well. We just ran out of gas. Uh, Michael Gabaldi hit all of his shots in the game, but of course, non-factor in pretty much everything else. I keep calling him Gabaldi. I don't know. I can't help it. Chris Johnson hardly played. He got five fouls in the game, but he made both of his uh, shots, dunks, putbacks, whatever. Uh, Cunningham was really good, but you had that infamous, uh, yeah, we had the flagrant call, which was some bull. Yeah. That was bull. Yeah, that changed the game. It really did. That I was mean, not I, a flagrant foul. No, it was stunning. Just stunning. I forget who who was it on. Was it Pargo or no? Teague. Teague, Teague yeah. yes. He, that was not a flagrant fall. It just wasn't. And we were already kind of coming apart at the seams at that point, but that was like, yeah. oh, my God. This is this is really not going to happen, is it? <laughs> and tonight's game looked really similar to that, the way the Wolves are winning the whole game. It looked like you were going to lose by eight, but we ended up actually almost winning with that awesome little comeback uh, where the Wolves did end up losing by eight in Atlanta. You know, nobody played horribly for the Wolves either, but Ridnauer's, yeah, Ridnauer did the same thing. He was 5 of 13. A lot of times his stat lines aren't that bad, but this one actually kind of was with the five and thirteen thing. Uh, Kirilenko has kind of been getting more and more out of control a bit too. He's kind of been coming apart at the seams a bit of late. He had six turnovers in the game, really crucial ones, by the way. When Atlanta was making their comeback, I mean, what's the easiest way for a team to catch up is to force turnovers in a game. And Kirilenko was getting trapped a lot by the Hawks defenders, making bad passes, losing the handle of the ball. Consistently, that was the yeah. Huge key. That was really strange. I'm usually it really was. He has good hands, but that game it, it was ugly. Uh, too many questionable passes from uh, Kirilenko. Mm-hmm. Looked a lot like Michael Beasley at, at times in that game. I really hate calling him him that. I really do. He did get five assists though. Um, Berea was pretty strong. His stat line's great. 14 points, 7 assists. So, no guys out there do not hate J.J. Berea. We know he's an NBA player who's actually can be kind of good sometimes, but 
Yeah, he can really piss you off, too. He's not somebody you want to count on, you know, in the big stretches all the time. Here and there. Here and there. Ebbs and flows. <laughs> uh, Rubio had some... Uh, he, he was he was okay, but he had some ugly... A couple of ugly passes in the game. Kind of behind the back that ended up being, like, a layup for the other team, if I remember correctly. It's just like, ugh. It, I believe it was a mystery between him and Dante. Yes. It's like, doggone it. <laughs> It was it was bad. Yep. Um, so really, uh, not much more to say about this one, is there? It's no. kind of a for the sake of time. B for well, there's just not much to say other than the Wolves did well and they just it just <laughs> ran out of gas. Um, the whole week was just filled with red. You know, I'm I really hate looking at all this red that I'm seeing because <laughs> you look at the schedule: green is win, red is loss. Yeah. So Wednesday the 23rd, the Brooklyn Nets, rusty of the crossover. Yep. Rusty and PMAC, the crossover podcast on the sportsstuff.com. Knicks and Nets. Yes, sir. <laughs> Wonderful show. They uh, did a little shout out to us in the last show. That was pretty cool. Saying how <laughs> he's kind of making fun of how, the, or not making fun of, but stating the yeah, more of the obvious how the Wolves have been struggling of over the last several years. <laughs> and then <laughs> PMAC kind enough to say, well, the Nets have been struggling too, buddy. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Kind of, we kind of all have been. The Knicks did for a while until lately. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, PMAC actually on the crossover Twitter I forgot to mention when I said something about man, I can't believe the Knicks are actually good and then PMAC quickly responded with believe it, buddy. <laughs> Gotta like that. Yes, yeah, so now we'll get stuck straight into the Wolves and Nets game. As they like to say stuck straight into the Nets. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Rusty's team took us out. 91-83. to They're the third seed in the Eastern Conference. Um, the Brooklyn Nets are back in business again. Uh, Brooke Lopez auditioning for the Timberwolves. Yes, big time. In fact, well, that <laughs> outside of Gerald Wallace, our guy, Gerald Wallace, the starters all shot 50% or better for the Brooklyn Nets. They scorched us, unfortunately. Andrea Blatch uh, auditioning for a free agent job as well, hopefully for the Wolves next year. We'll see, depending on what happens. <laughs> He's the guy I thought that uh, we should have picked up uh, this season. That would have been nice. I mean, I like Andrea Blatch. He's, he's got a little JaVale McGee in him, but that's okay. In, uh, for good and bad reasons. Yeah, you think Colin would have been into the uh, project of low-risk, high-reward type of guy? Yeah, I mean, we liked Darko, didn't we? We went after Darko, we married that guy. <laughs> you know, literally, we married him. And unfortunately, it ended in divorce, but that's how it goes. Brooke Lopez, though, with a 22-point effort. Darren Williams, 6-12 from the floor as well. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. This is one of those games where it's just... You just kind of went in with a with a not so good feeling, and and it finished that way. The way the first quarter started is like, ah. Uh. Well, <laughs> well, let me say this. Uh, I knew the way this game was going as soon as it was Darren Williams and Joe Johnson against our starters. Yes, uh, Luke Ridnour is on Joe mm-hmm. Johnson. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah, that's not a good matchup at all, at all. And he shot six of fifteen in the game and was yucky, as expected. <laughs> Ridenauer again, or Rubio again getting six assists. Seems like he gets six every night. Not more, not less. It's kind of funny. But, yeah, are you kidding me? Ridenauer, I mean, and Joe Johnson isn't exactly Kobe, which is really just, I thought, is just killing me right now next week against L.A. Oh, boy, I don't even want to know. Do you? I don't think I even want to know. Now's the time to play them. Yeah, it still is, isn't it? <laughs> oh, excuse me, I'm trying to get, preventing myself getting the hiccups here. 
this was kind of a boring game, actually. It really was. It was boring because it's like, we're just not playing very well right now. Brooklyn is, and, and yet neither team really was dazzling in this game either. The Nets just kind of made their shots for the most part. Johnson, little trigger happy, 2 of 8 from 3, but overall, you just kind of knew. I mean, Joe Johnson was kind of not having much of a trouble uh, with Luke Ridnour. I mean, there, there's a reason, I guess, why he was trying, attempting 8 threes, because it's like, well, Luke Ridnour is not exactly the best perimeter defender we've ever seen. Yeah. So that's part of it. 6 of 15 from the floor, though. It's just, uh, why is Luke Ridnour leading us in field goal attempts? It's just, I understand there's no Love or Pekovic right now, but still. Why does he have to lead us in field goal attempts? I just, I don't know, are, are, are we that bad that he used to be the number one scoring option? Are we that bad, really? We are, aren't we? No, are we? Right now we are, yes. Ugh, that hurts. Either him or Rare, they're going to be the only ones, uh, they're the only two who, who we can go to right now. Which is, that's sad. Because, yeah, I mean, you're even saying that about uh, Andre and Derek Williams, uh, Andre Karolinko and Derek Williams. Yeah. That hurts. You're, you're breaking my heart saying that. <laughs> Cunningham's mid-range shot looking good in this game. You know, over 50%, 14-point effort in about 31 minutes off the bench. It's 31 minutes off the bench. You don't see that very often. Gabaldi just, just 25 minutes of nothing, right? He made one shot. That's it, basically. No defense, nothing. I don't like Gabaldi. No, I don't either. I did, but I don't like him. Michael Gabel. I don't mean, no, I'm just making fun of his name because I, because I keep thinking of Michael Gabaldi from Babylon 5. Okay, you get the idea, guys. I know, I'm just wearing you out with that, but I I don't know, it just sounds fun. Because <laughs> that's all he is. He should just be in a sci-fi. I don't know about basketball. I don't know. I, I liked him the first game or two, and then it's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it might be time to uh, bring in another auditioner. Yes. yes. Not named Brandon Roy. And Alexi, please come back healthy. Please. Please. Yeah. We are, we, we are desperate. We are. In a big way. And obviously he's a good player and he's marketable and all that good stuff. And, and he's got that swagger dribble. Yeah. <sighs> what else is there really to say about this game? We just got beat. I mean... There, there really aren't many notables in this game other than the whole Ricky Rubio situation. Yeah, where Barreo hit his shot or whatever. Like, yeah, well, he hit his one three-pointer. Aren't you happy for him? He hit one bleeping three. So then it's like, Rubio, Rubio, go sit down. Like, that's basically what Porter said. Not like in a mean way, but like, oh, no, sit down for now. Another major notable from the game was C.J. Watson just, just you know, <laughs> nailing every shot, basically. Six of eight down the stretch, two of three. From three point range, I mean, yeah, they Luke couldn't do anything to stop him. At one at, at one point, they had to put uh, Cunningham on Watson. Desperation, huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was. What's going on here? I mean, C.J. Watson isn't necessarily somebody I think of as like <laughs> the total ass kicker on that team, but apparently that's what happened this night. We just need size oh. in, our, in the backcourt, and for some reason, Khan's not not going out there to get it. No, I mean... Like I said, even a 10-day. <laughs> the funny part is, like, you think of Gabel as a, as a nice kind of, like, a, a you know, Sealy size, like Malik Sealy, tall, mm-hmm. long, kind of, but then, like, there's just none. Yeah, He's well, just a dead man walking out I there. I know he was more of a uh, small forward coming in, but he's, he's just tall, really yep. slow. Yeah, he seems lazy. He's really slow. He has no quickness in his feet at all. Yeah, he's really lazy no. legs. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even go after the loose ball, and it's... Yeah, dude, you got it. You're trying to you're trying to get back in the league. Show it. 
You know, Johnson is showing it. Chris Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. He's, He's hungry. He needs to stay. And uh, Mr. Jim Pete was talking about it as we were. Yeah, yep. he's he's our he's uh, he's our he's in tune with. Yes, us. he is in tune with us. He, we 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 feel each other's brain waves. Yes, we're sending out for brain waves. Okay, <laughs> no, it's it's amazing. It is it is funny how we we talk about something yeah. and then Jim Pete says the exact same stuff all the time. Uh, yes, they they love us. Great minds do think alike. Great minds do think alike. Up Indiana's forecaster is celebrating right now as we speak. Indiana has tied. The Utah Jazz, the team we're still competing with for playoff positioning, hopefully. Yeah, it's like we we we, we got to hope, don't we? Yeah. Memphis Grizzlies defeat the Lakers. We'll get to talking about the NBA in a little bit, the regular NBA, very shortly here. So yeah, as we quickly get off the uh, the Nets game, not much really to say. We probably talked about that one too much. Uh, Washington last night, the twenty fifth of January, Friday, of course, a one fourteen to one oh one loss to Washington. We're still yeah a bit. Mm. Shell shocked by this one. I mean, the the Nets, the Washington Wizards, made everything. <laughs> Plain and simple. Yes, and our hero Jordan Crawford that we have desperately. We just wish the Wolves could have taken him in the draft in 2011, 2010. Excuse me. Yeah. Just didn't get him. And to think of how much better he would have been than Wesley Johnson. Yeah. At the 23rd, 24th, 20 whatever the heck pick he was. Yeah, whatever. Right. It's just like whatever. <laughs> Yeah, huh. Michael Gabell, 7 of 10 from the floor from the Wolves, 15 points, 7 rebounds, but garbage time, whatever, right? He hadn't done anything by the time we were like, just like, screw this game. Yeah. Derek Williams, a beautiful line, except for his field goal percentage, 6 of 17 from the floor, but in an 18 and 11 effort. Some of that in garbage time, but most of it was still in when the game wasn't completely dead yet. Ricky Rubio with his usual six assists, but threw in five turnovers. Yes, horrible game. Horrible, yeah, in that, in, in that sense. I mean, yeah, the Wizards are making everything. It's just, yeah, I mean, look at this. 58% from the floor, 47 from three. Yeah. That's it. Good night. That, <laughs> that's exactly it. Yep. And the most disgusting statistic is, you know what it is, don't you? What is it? He, well, Marco Webster went Mike Miller of the Miami Heat on the Timberwolves. When the Wolves were, you know... Sticking area, we're screwed by Mike Miller. He never shot the ball. He can, then he goes to Miami and conveniently against us, he's like, like six of eight from three. It's like, oh, get out of here, Marshall Webster, three of four from three, five of seven from the floor. The only thirteen points, and he made almost everything, which is something Webster never did here. I hate Marshall Webster. Okay, sorry. No, I don't hate him. I I kind of do. <laughs> I hate the circumstance. There we go. This guy should be starting. This guy should be starting Jordan Crawford, yeah. which is funny. Why is he on the bench and why is starting? Huh? Bill's uh, Bradley Bill. Oh, that's the main reason. Yeah. yeah, of course. Duh. He's like the franchise over there with John Wall. Who are, John Wall's back. The Wizards are playing well. And, um, ah, oh, man. Our, our buddy Nick Cairo as well, uh, Caro as well on the Twitter was telling me, you know, don't don't let it get you down too much because the Wizards have been playing really well. It's not as bad of a loss as it was earlier in the year. So, it's just, yeah, I mean, and, and that's true. The Wizards actually have been playing pretty well of late. And they have beaten extremely good teams this year as well. In fact, they just destroyed the Bulls tonight. So, the Wizards are performing a little magic right now. They beat the Bulls by 13 points tonight. Holy moly. <laughs> That's amazing. Indiana, Utah reaching overtime. Yeah, we'll get us in our live basketball talk. Portland is leading the Clippers as well. Wow. 
So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We hear you, Nick. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Mm-mm-mm. It's just one of those things, man. Oh man, the <laughs> Washington Wizards are playing very well right now. Verizon Center. Maybe I can go there and get a discount for my phone. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. And tonight's game, we pretty much already talked about it. There's really nothing more to add, really. I mean, yeah, we talked about that one at length already. One point yeah. lost to the hated Bobcats, who will hopefully be the Charlotte Hornets. So, yeah, we're not going to add any more to that. We talked about that a lot today. And, yeah, it was our feature presentation. So, <laughs> before we get into the NBA talk, we got to do our awards and demerits. Two things you liked, two things that bugged you. Same for me as well. Would you like to start? Two things you liked? Um, two things I liked. Uh, Joey? There's not much to like with this week. <laughs> <laughs> this was a bad week, man. Yeah. What the it, hell? There's not much to like. Uh, we almost beat the Bobcats. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm really sorry, but I I couldn't resist that one. <laughs> Sound like the Mighty Ducks. Oh, man, right? <laughs> we almost scored a goal. No, okay. <laughs> well, okay, I'll I'll jump in real quick first. Two things I like. Okay, there was nothing. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Ridenour's play tonight. Okay, that's something I liked, um, which is funny. And Rubio's ability to show he's showing signs of penetrating to the basket. Really, overall, the other games uh, throw in as well. Chris Johnson uh, when he gets extended playing time, he plays. Yeah. He's been really well. So it's kind of like three, but really, Rubio, Ridnour, you know, the backcourt play improved a bit, especially Rubio, or seeing Rubio driving to the basket more and hitting and nailing those. It's been nice at times. And, of course, Chris Johnson looking like an NBA player. Yeah. He I'll really is. Same thing. Yeah, Chris Johnson, uh, Rub- uh, no, excuse me, not Rubio, uh, Luke played uh, a good game tonight. Yeah, especially. And, uh, yeah. here. Yeah, Cunningham was excellent. Those those long mid range shots that he yeah. does. Yep, that's yeah. in his traditional shots. And uh, there's all this talk about uh, Dwight coming in. Yeah, that's a fun <laughs> thing to think about too, isn't it? We might actually, as much as we quote unquote hate him at times, what have we been talking about for the last since we even started this show? What do we need? Shot blocking center. Yeah, that's the best shot blocking center right. available. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have that in uh, uh, Chris Johnson right now, but. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, I must add this. I must add this. Steamsma had six assists the other night. I believe it was the Brooklyn Nets. Six assists. And tonight he was excellent. Greg Steamsma tonight was excellent. I, I have to add that. For for his standards, yeah. he made all of his shots. All of them. He made 11 points, 7 rebounds, and he pissed off that SOB, Ben Gordon. And I loved it. I loved seeing Ben Gordon getting pissed off, you know, because I don't like him. <laughs> uh, Greg Steensma played with some guts tonight, and there you go. That's a big thing I liked. And it's sad that it's all in the same game because all the other games were so brab and frustrating. Last night we got hammered. So two things that bugged us. Uh, <laughs> where do we begin, right? Well, for me, it's uh, Terry Porter and Berea at the end of that game. <laughs> just, ju- just for the whole week? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess, yeah. I mean, tonight's game had so many notables. My goodness. Yeah. So it's almost like tonight's game kind of dominated the show, you know, tonight because it was there was so much emotion in tonight's game. So you go to Terry Porter and Berea. The, yeah, yeah. Terry Porter's play calling were and and overall the whole week wasn't it was not good. Yeah. yeah, for me, the two things that bugged me: 
Yeah, a, a lot of that same old story where they run the clock down too much and force up a shot or force a pass, in Ridenauer's case, force up a shot in Berea's case. Um, those are two things that bug me all right, <laughs> in general, and of course, perimeter defense. Or actually, no, tonight especially, but overall, like the whole week. Interior defense on those little cuts, the cuts to the basket, have been killing the Timberwolves. Yeah. I mean, they are slicing through them like, like bottom butter. So that's something that really bugged me. I mean, they just, we would not have lost this game. Berea was blocked six times tonight as well. That is being pointed out to me. Six times tonight. And, yeah, he shot seven of 18. Need we say more? And, again, I'll say again, Ridenauer played extremely well. Extremely well tonight. So I don't hate him as much as it sounds, but, yeah. yeah. If, if anyone should have got the ball at the end of that game, it should have been uh, Luke. Which is really sad. Because, yeah, he did hit a game-winning floater. Now, I know that's one of the Cardinals sin even saying that, though. Because remember what he's done to us so many times late in games. But I mean, maybe, maybe tonight game. was the night. Maybe tonight was the night, I guess. At least see what happens, I guess. Because Brea not, was not playing particularly well no, tonight. No, I mean, even going for a foul, Brea would just get blocked, most likely. He was going to block, you know, it was the, the whole game. Yeah, his threes were the only good thing tonight for Brea. Yeah. Yep. And those... Were, were mostly like lux, lucky shots. Mm-hmm. A couple of those. <laughs> yeah, they were. Gerald Henderson. But yeah, yeah, there were some lucky ones in there. I hate to say. So so we don't forget this time because we get so distracted. Uh, Lone Wolf and Johnny Flynn Award. Lone Wolf Award. Who is your player of the week? Terry, because of tonight's no, game. Uh, <laughs> tonight's I, game. No, it's okay. I have to say uh, Luke. Don't say it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I guess so. Because he <laughs> turned it around uh, this game. He didn't get his usual, you know, ticky-tack fouls. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did uh, dribble the ball uh, for a little while there. You know, ran the clock out uh, too many times. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, the rest of the games, he pretty much uh, kept us in there. Are you sure, uh, though? Both him some, and Berea. He had some bad ones. But I guess, yeah, yeah I, I can see what was, you mean, yeah. though. Um, everyone else pretty much did what they're supposed to do. You know, not not a lot of scoring. Rubio didn't have any good games. Uh, Cunningham's pretty much even mm-hmm. throughout. Mm-hmm. But as far as uh, even being in the games, even though you know we got beat a yeah. lot, yeah, um, a lot between uh, Ru- Ru- excuse me, uh, Rittenauer and uh, Berea, mm-hmm. I want to choose uh, Luke. Okay, if you're gonna, yeah, if you have to pre-create in those, yeah, Luke was yeah. Luke was pretty good tonight. Rubio's game tonight was ex- excellent. Yeah. If he played anything like this consistently, he's the lone wolf, guaranteed. <laughs> I might almost, I might have to go with a really weird one because he's he had a good week, man. I, I <laughs> Greg Steamsbach, I can't believe I'm saying that. You must think I'm nuts, <laughs> but he had a really good week this week, and. Derek Williams was really, really up and down this week. And tonight he did nothing. And a couple of nights ago he did nothing. Andre Kirilenko is at times good, but boy, he is he can be he, he's turned the he's been really clumsy of late. Yeah. Just clumsy yeah. out there. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is. Chris Johnson is not much enough of a factor to be that guy. Cabell just yeah. He's yeah, we'll mention him very soon here. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I'm going to go with Steamer. He's he, he he's earned it this week, honestly. I, I could go with Cunningham second because I'm just too scared to give it to Luke because there are times he really shot poorly and made some bad decisions earlier in the week. 
and Berea. Berea yeah. is always in that lone wolf range, but he's to me he's he's only going to get it once or twice a year, maybe. <laughs> so yeah, it's just like Steamy. This is maybe the only one he'll ever get. But congratulations, Greg Steams, by your first lone wolf award. <laughs> so now we go to the Johnny Flynn Memorial. Yes, sir. I'm going with Yabel. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of had a feeling you were yeah, going to say he, it. It has yep. to be him. It's Gavel. He stunk because he won't be all here. week. Yeah, and he won't be <laughs> here. No effort at all. And some nights he made some shots, but some night, but most yeah. of the time he's just not even trying. This, this should have been a war that that out of any of them, uh, he and uh, Chris Johnson do you know just can't afford to have. Mm-hmm. And he he played like he went to the award, and for Chris, that, yeah, that's it. Oh, excuse me, Gabell played like he yeah. wanted the award. Yeah, he did. Black, he just doesn't... If, if if he's got some serious injuries in his knees or something that are preventing him from going after the ball, I haven't heard about it. Yeah, it's just like no... <laughs> no uh, I can't really explain it. It's just no hustle or... No quickness, no hustle, nothing. It's yeah. just not impressed at all. So there you go. There's your... Uh, <laughs> you know, there are your awards and demerits for the Wolves. Moving on very quickly to the league talk. Yes, sir. Aren't you excited? Mike D'Antoni's comments about not changing the system. Yes. Isn't that beautiful? He's not going to change the system. He's doing a Brad Childress. Mike D'Antoni's doing a Brad Childress. Don't you yeah, love that? you got to be willing to make changes mm-hmm. to the system for, for the uh, the players that you have. you got to adjust. Even adjustments. Yeah, just minor adjustments. He just, nope. Like, like, like how did he word it again? Basically, that he's not changing the system. Yeah, he's just—he's literally going. He's not going. You know, he's not going to change it for anybody. He's just going to stick with the same plan, huh? Yeah, I'm going to run my system. You're the one who needs to adjust. Basically, <laughs> that's all it is. That's basically all he's saying, isn't it? So that's uh, the words of a coach that is either going to keep his job or not keep his yeah. job, one or the other. It's like it's black and white type of situation by the end of the year. But talk also is. You know, the Vince Germanos and such are seeing, yeah, end of the year he's done. You know, especially if the Lakers don't make it, make the playoffs. So they'll be paying a lot of money, those guys. Yeah. But I guess they can afford it. <laughs> oh, boy. So to move on again, the New Orleans Pelicans are official. They have released their logo. Uh, will the Bobcats then become the Hornets? They have pulled their fans as well. They have pulled their fans about the possibility, would you like the Bobcats to become the Hornets? So it's going to be fascinating. Uh, so what do you think about the Pelicans logo? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's an okay logo, but uh, yeah. I don't think it's for a basketball team. Yeah, once was a actually a baseball minor league baseball team. Some of you may have heard this a lot; others may have heard a jack squat about it. But it was a minor league baseball team called the New Orleans Pelican Pelicans, late eighteen hundreds to like the nineteen fifties. Looked a lot like the St. Louis Cardinals with the baseball bat and two Cardinals on the logo, just like the St. Louis Cardinals. Yep, that's kind of funny. So, um, yeah, they're going to be the Pelicans. I kind of like the heritage part of it. I don't know. It just sounds cool. I like kind of how New Orleans kind of can get its old heritage back in that sense. And possibly the Hornets, which were a defense system in the... uh, 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 It was a defensive strategy, excuse me, used in the Civil War in uh, North Carolina long, long ago. So it was a military defense called the Hornets. So there it is, the Charlotte... Hornets hopefully can come back into existence and you can bring back the teal and purple colors, turquoise and purple, whatever they call it. And, um, well, the Pelicans can become their colors, which are kind of like maroon and gold and 
kind of, I, I don't like saying maroon and gold, you know, it's like, what are they, the gophers or something? <laughs> it's, uh, I've seen worse, but I've seen better, you know, it's like blue, gold, it's not maroon, it's red, but it looks, it looked kind of maroon in some instances of it. It's not the worst thing you've seen, the, kind of the weirdest part is the wings, I don't know, is it trying to be an eagle or a phoenix or something? That's what I don't get. That doesn't look like a pelican to me, like the wings. <laughs> I don't know. It looks kind of like a phoenix, doesn't it? Like, yeah. what is this? And then the eyes. What the hell? It's, it's demon-possessed. It's, it's the Rougarou pelican. Remember how it looked like the Satan? Remember that? The, the, the uh, Rougarou yeah. monster? What is this? The Rougarou pelican. There you go. Now you make a combination. Huh? You like it? <laughs> So, I mean, I don't know. Do you, do you, do you kind of like the heritage of it, at least? It's kind of like their state thing? Well, sort just of. the name, and that's about it. The yeah. Pelicans and the Pelican, I don't really. It's kind of blah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. The colors don't really get jump out to me, either. We'll see. I mean, maybe their uniforms will be cool, but you know, I've got low expectations. And with the thunder, I remember when we were complaining about that one a while yeah. ago. That's not even a logo. It's just a word with stripes and a basketball and a triangle background. Yeah! So it's like, I don't know. So the Pelicans, at least they went out of the box a little bit. I went with something a little non-conventional. Thunder is kind of like, well, yeah. Well, at least they're a good team, I guess. I'll just leave that alone for now. We're getting into some more topics. Charlotte Hornets, uh, how much do you want that to happen? Hmm? You want it to happen? Um, I don't know. I mean, they're kind of making a name for themselves right now. Gotcha. Uh, the maybe cats. they can say the Bobcats just changed the logo. Update that. Um, because you're getting, you, you know, it's like it's like you're getting a, a name back from another winning team. You know, so it's kind of. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. The the the, the name's been uh, you know, through the mud. So I don't know if uh, the Hornets. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'd, I'd like it. I mean, I personally would like it just because, and uh, I'm guessing their fans would like it too. Uh, the uniforms of the Bobcats look better than they have in the past. Like when it says cats now, that, that looks kind of cool. And the colors are nice, so it depends. We'll, we'll see. I mean, yeah. I kind of like that cool sky blue color. It's calming. It, it, it would be better, you know, like if the signs come back. Uh, yes, that's the next topic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it's still, you know, they're resuming... You know, they're, they're old franchise. But if you're yes. getting a name back from another team that you played against, That's it's kind of like if you're, yeah, if you're Kimba, if you're, on, if you're on the Bobcats, if you're one of the players, you're kind of thinking, hey, you know, I'm new to this team, new to this franchise. We kinda, we're kind of trying to make a name for ourselves. And don't mm-hmm. give us this other team's name. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not Chris Paul, you know. Yeah. I or mean, Baron Davis or whatever. Yep. Yeah, I think it's more for the fans. But if you're the actual player, but, hey, it's for the fans. But for me, it's – I look at it as I see they're kind of making a name for themselves. Hey, to beat us. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, they, I think they should stick with the Bobcats. Even though, wow. yeah, I do, like, I do, want, to, I do want to hear the Charlotte Hornets again. It just sounds really good, doesn't it? Yeah. It sounds yeah. good. That's the best part. And, of course, you get the purple, the old purple and teal instead of uh, yellow. Not yeah. that the yellow looked bad. It's just the purple was more traditional. Yeah, but I think at this point, I mean, they're on a little run here. So they yeah. should just, uh, I mean, if this was last season, then, yeah, go ahead and do it. <sighs> yeah. But they're starting to win now. They're trying to... Uh, yeah, I, I just think that you shouldn't have waited. It's a little too late. Yes, you shouldn't have waited. And and it's funny because they just changed the uniforms again. That's the funny part yeah. too. That looks like you'd have to change them like two or three years in a row. Yeah, change the logo it still looks still looks uh, 
It's okay. okay. Yeah, they'll go pretty cheap. That's the funny part, yeah. The primary. Mm-hmm. So the the Sacramento Kings are for sure moving to Seattle, Washington to become the Seattle Supersonics. They will be the Seattle yeah. Supersonics, by the way. Let's mm. make a trade. Give them a Luke. Give them Luke. Yep, yeah, Luke Ridnour back to the Sonics. Yeah. <laughs> for uh, Tyreek, yes. There we go. There it is. Yeah. Then we could scream at Tyreek for his poor shot selection, but uh, he's still hey, better. Just, yeah. Hey, let him go. Yeah, or let him go if he's that bad, yeah. <laughs> well, it could happen, right? Well, the Seattle, yep, and yeah. Or else we're stuck with Luke. I mean, I don't know. We can try to get something mm-hmm. out of him. Yeah. And we need a shooting guard anyway. Badly. Like, we need a shooting guard like we need to breathe. And what are the Sonics going to look like? Are they going to bring back the old logo yeah, from the... I, I hope so. Like, the one from the 80s and early 90s? That's the one I want. Updated. Like, yeah, I like, uh, really like uh, the Warriors logo. That's cool. Simple. Because it's got that, yeah, it's got the old 70s look with the broken bridge. Oh, that's what they looked like in the 70s when it said the city. You know, that's what they used to say on the old, old Warriors when they actually won a championship back in 1975 with uh, the, the, the Rick Berries of the world. Oh, man, wouldn't that be cool if they got, uh, man, if they, if the Sonics, yeah, I mean, you know, you can have it a little newer but have the old style to it. Yeah. Like, I did not like the final version when they, like, hey, we brought the green and gold back. Because I thought the red and green was an abomination. Yeah, I didn't like that either. That's an abomination. Like, what, what are you doing? Do that. Uh, I yeah. th- I think they'll do, you know, they'll have some type of poll, mm-hmm. you know, just to see. They got to do something. Yeah. The, the, you know, city vote on it, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. It's going to be fun. It's really going to be fun. But Phil being involved, I, I, mm-hmm. I think That's, he, yep. he's, he's just not, he's not going to put up with uh, <laughs> uh Cousins, yeah, that's <laughs> no, that's not going down. Yeah, that's yep. you, you know those guys weren't going to stay forever. Yeah, I think there's going to be a trade yeah. happening, a big one. Yeah, because and that's the other. Yeah, Cousins could go to the, the Celtics for all we know. That's still a small possibility. Yeah. Um, and yes, the possibility of they're they're trying to look for a really huge. They're, they're trying to make a splash to get their their basketball boss in there. Phil Jackson's been rumored. Larry Bird has been rumored. Mm. I believe there's one other big name, but uh, right now Phil Jackson and Larry Bird are two the two biggest names you can talk about right now. I believe outside of Jerry West, who I gotta think doesn't want to do this anymore at this stage. He's he's, yeah. he's 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 up there in years, and he won a lot of rings with the Lakers as the GM. Only one as a player, which is really weird. He went to the finals like 14 times, you know, but <laughs> only got one ring because those Boston Celtics were winning, every, were beating everybody back then in the 60s, but. Sacramento Kings, by the way, a quick little Joey's Neato stat of the night. Okay, copyright Ernie <laughs> Ernie Johnson. The uh, most moved, the most relocated franchise in the history of the NBA is the Sacramento Kings. They are. They're moving again. Started with the Rochester Royals, Rochester, New York. Moved to Kansas City to become the Royals. <laughs> the Kansas City Royals, does that sound familiar? Yep. Moved to Sacramento. They became they became the Kings. They almost moved to Anaheim and brought back the Royals name last year. How how weird would that have been? The Anaheim Royals. Instead, it will be the Seattle SuperSonics. Part duh. Yeah, actually, they're not moving. Yeah, in a way. <laughs> what what's that? The Kings aren't moving. They're not. Look at you. No, I mean they're not. Gonna oh be the Kings. yeah, yeah. I mean yeah, they finally yeah like that name. The original name was kind of kept Royals to Kings. It's pretty close. Right? It's close. Royals to Kings, Kansas. Well, well, I mean... It, the royalty name like is going Thunder. bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Uh, like, Sonic's completely died. Yep. Yeah. I mean, uh, like, do the Kings, the Sacramento keep? Mm-hmm. Like, the history? 
Um, I wonder. You know, is it going to be like the Thunder? You know, like mm-hmm. Seattle kept it. Yeah, because we know what the Lakers did. They took all the history with them, those bastards. And that's great that they kept it. Yeah, but Lakers. Now they, no. you know, start, yeah. Oh, start from scratch, Seattle. Oh, yeah. 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 Well. Yeah, we should have done that. With the, with the Lakers? Lakers? yeah. Yeah, that would have been nice, huh? Sons of Biscuits. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, wouldn't it be cool, though? Charlotte Hornets, Seattle Supersonics in the NBA next year? Oh, man. Just just saying those words, like, hey, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. And then you had this quote-unquote expansion team. No, expansion name with the New Orleans Pelicans. So the Jazz moved to... No, I'm kidding. So now, But now they... Yeah, because the Jazz was New Orleans before. It was a perfect fit for them. So now they finally have a... Their heritage back with their team, I guess. Yeah. Uh, if there's nothing else, though, final topic, Alvin Gentry and the Suns have parted ways. I believe we mentioned that last week, but uh, Lindsey Hunter is the interim, and he's, well, he's off to a good start. Beat the Clippers without Chris yeah. Paul, but yeah. beat the Clippers. Hmm. He's a nice defensive coach. He was obviously a good defensive point guard back in the day with the, the Detroit Pistons. Played briefly with the Lakers and Bulls as well at times. We'll see how that turns out. It's going to be you know, he's another one of those guys, kind of like the Jacques, like like Jacques Vaughn in uh, Orlando, who's just kind of jumping in now, getting his first stint as a as a coach. We'll see what happens. You think he has a chance? Good old Alvin Gentry. It shall be fun indeed. Yeah, he does. You know? Yeah, he's got a shot. I mean, Alvin Gentry kind of came in to replace D'Antoni, and then he ended up getting the long term job as well. Well, with the Suns, like you know. Uh for those of you who watched the uh, Suns and uh, uh, versus Clippers game, yep. uh, what Barkley said, I mean, they right now they're not playing for a championship. No, and they should be, you know, playing their uh, the rookies. Mm-mm. But we both know what a uh, Wesley's <laughs> going to do for that team. Yeah, absolutely, bleeping nothing, right? Is that what you meant, <laughs> Wesley? <laughs> wow, we're seeing some weird scores. You ever seen those eyes pop out of your head? Your Philadelphia beat the Knicks tonight. Portland's almost got the Clippers beat with about a point one seconds left. Yeah, it's been an interesting night. Yes, yes it is. Uh, the Suns, though, mm, we'll see. Sacramento looks like they're tanking at this point. <laughs> Utah defeats Indiana, much to Marcus's chagrin and mine, just to do our playoff hopes, our slim playoff hopes. Oh, boy. Yeah, basically, yeah. we're in, uh, in tank mode right now, I guess. <sighs> Sort of, you know, because Love's not coming back for a long time, unfortunately. And Rubio's just starting to show signs that he's regaining that old uh, Rubio swagger. Oh, lady. Yes. Okay, sorry. Well, why not? So we're just going to see what happens. Sonics, how will they work out? Well, Kevin Love, we really, yeah. Will we make a final stretch of the postseason? I guess we're just going to, it's going to be a week-to-week thing, I suppose. But this was uh, not the week we predicted. <laughs> no. So, very briefly, we should predict next week. We almost didn't do that. So, very briefly, we will predict how the Wolves are going to do. We do play the Clippers next Wednesday. Aren't you excited? We have to play the Clippers again, which suddenly is not a good good matchup. But we swept them four games to zero last year. Remember that? Remember Kevin Love spreading his arms out in Los Angeles, California? So, Paladino's predictions and Marcus's forecast will conclude the show very briefly here. And unfortunately, those days are gone. Yeah, they are. So, yes, the 30th, the 30th, the second last day of January, but the last game for the Wolves, we're going to have three days off. We play the Clippers at home. What do you think? That's a loss. I'm not even... 
I mean, yeah. if, yeah. if Chris Paul is back, I don't know. That's the key, yep. Yeah. But granted, yeah, I mean, last week we got hammered. Yeah, last week we got hammered by the Clippers without Chris Paul in yeah, the target say, center. Yeah, they're going to beat us anyway with uh, Crawford and uh, Bledsoe. I concur. This I hate to say it. to roll over uh, Barrea or Luke or... <laughs> they got a really good backcourt. Rubio, no. yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. Their backcourt is stupid deep and good, isn't it? Stupid yeah. deep. And there it is, the game of the week, the game of the millennium. The Minnesota Timberwolves on Friday, the 1st of February, play... The Los Angeles Lakers. Yes, buy tickets. What you thinking? <laughs> uh, we had to. We know. I. I guess it's at home. Um, yeah, it's it's at home. Yet it starts at nine thirty because it's an ESPN game. So, what do you think? Do we defeat the Lakers in Target Center? Vince Germano, what do you think, buddy? <laughs> Tom, Tom Reed. I, I, I think so. So yeah, yep. Tom Reed and, and Mr. Train as well out there. Yes. Man. I, I think we have a chance. You think so? Yep. I think we have a... Yeah, I mean, the Lakers are struggling so much. And I think we have a chance. And Rubio's starting to show signs. That's what's making me a little bit intrigued. Yeah. Yep. Look at us, though. The Lakers are healthy. The Clippers don't even have Chris Paul, but they... Who knows? They probably will by Wednesday, conveniently, after the bruised kneecap they deal. Um, yeah, we're, we're like, oh, yeah, or yeah, we'll beat the Lakers. Yeah. No, that's so bad, isn't it? Oh man, this is like the the mid '90s Lakers where they had like Devontae Divac. That's about it. Remember, <laughs> they were missing the playoffs and stuff because they had a very they had an old James Worthy and Vlade Divac. That was about it. Sedell <laughs> three at point guard. Yeah, they they really yeah. want to beat us, the Lakers. Uh, oh yeah, because we're the we're there uh, we're the we're. We're, we're that energy drink for the Lakers. Yeah. Like, they come on, beat us at 20 every damn time we play those guys. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll tease us for like a quarter or two, and then we lose by 20. Remember those days? So, they want that, uh, the eighth seed. Oh, they do. Yes, they got to take out them Thunders. Little Gasol tipping. Okay, sorry. Uh, remember that, right? Took out the Thunder. But uh, I'm going to go, well, yeah. I really want to pick a win. I'm going to pick a win. Okay, okay. I'm going to pick a win just because the Lakers are struggling so much. Watch us both get another bad prediction. <laughs> New Orleans Hornets. Lost. No, home game against New Orleans on Saturday the 2nd. We better win that game, so I'll go with it. Win? No. Lost. No? Okay, good. So now we're, now we've got Devil's Advocate. Good. Because we, we have to keep doing that. Yep. So we both have a loss to the Clippers, win against the Lakers, and then I have a win against New Orleans, and you have a loss against the New Orleans, yep. soon-to-be Pelicans. Yes. All right, so there you go. There's your predictions. Uh, we'll be back soon, guys. Remember the Facebook page? Click like on the Timberwolves Explosion Facebook page. Follow the Twitter at Wolves Explosion or at Forecaster TE, right? Yep, Forecaster TE. Yes, sir, at Forecaster TE. Give that a follow. As well, thesportstuff.com, do give that a visit. The Crossover Podcast is on there. It's also on iTunes as well. Yes, sir. <sighs> Thanks again, guys. In all earnest, by the way, I don't know why I didn't say this earlier, amazing interview by Adam Ryan. Oh, my God. With uh, Peter Vesey. Now, now, he mostly has interviews on his show, but the Peter Vesey interview was freaking unbelievable. So i got to do a shout-out. Sorry I didn't say this earlier, Adam. Oh my God, that was unbelievable! It's about a, about an hour and a half with Peter Vesey, the awesome columnist 
with uh, and he also with the New York Post. He was also with NBC for a while on TV. Hated that part of it, but he, he just hates the cameras and all that. And was a TNT and basically said Barkley is stupid and unprepared and an asshole. <laughs> That's basically what he said. Um, yeah, and that got him out of there, unfortunately. But Peter Vesey was awesome. Always spoke his mind, and he, he did the same on Adam Ryan's show. Hardcore recommendation there, in all earnest. All right, so thanks again, everyone. And we'll be back next week. Take care, everybody. Bye.